Howdy. This is the Views from the Shot podcast. I'm your host, your one and only host, Tim Miller. And today, Tuesday, March 7th, 2023, I wish you the happiest of National Sock Monkey Days. Today, you're going to be almost frightened by how prepared you are for the Big Ten Tournament. Kicking off tomorrow on Wednesday, the first game will be the Ohio State Buckeyes taking on the Wisconsin Badgers. We may have never expected that Ohio State could fall to a 13 seed in the Big Ten Tournament when this season began, but that's where these Buckeyes are, and we will still root for them for as much time as we can for the remainder of this season. Not only are we going to prepare you for the Big Ten Tournament, and talk specifically about Ohio State's path forward to playing on Sunday, although it's never happened before, in Ohio State's specific seed line. We'll see if it can happen this year. Not only that, but of course, we'll preview Ohio State's game against Wisconsin, and then we'll close the show with keys to the game. So this is going to be a pretty big episode, pretty action-packed. So, if you're ready to get get going, I'm ready to get going. So let's do this. Let's first talk about the Big Ten Men's Basketball Tournament of 2023. The number one seed, of course, is Purdue, locking themselves in as the regular season conference champs. Three other teams get a double bye. Three other teams in the top four seeds. That is, that's number two seed, Northwestern. If you predicted Northwestern to get the number two seed in the Big Ten this season, you would have been correct. 99.99% of us did not predict that. Three seed Indiana and four seed Michigan State. Two other teams get a bye. That's a five seed Iowa and six seed Maryland. On Thursday, we'll see eight seeded Michigan take on ninth seeded Rutgers. And we'll also see... 7th seeded Illinois taking on 10th seeded Penn State. And then, of course, on Wednesday, two matchups to be aware of and to watch are 13th seeded Ohio State taking on 12th seeded Wisconsin and 14th seeded Minnesota taking on 11th seeded Nebraska. So, those are your 14 teams in the Big Ten men's basketball tournament taking place this year in Chicago. What's your favorite city for the Big Ten Tournament? Is it Chicago? Is it Indianapolis? Is it some random city in Minnesota that every team has to travel to far and wide? Except for, of course, Minnesota and maybe Wisconsin. Let me know your favorite city. I've never been to the Big Ten Tournament. I'd love to one year. Maybe when Ohio State gets a double bye and is playing in Indianapolis, that would be the most ideal for a guy like me. Maybe one year the Big Ten Tournament takes place in Pittsburgh or something like that or somewhere in Michigan. Completely irrelevant to this conversation, but something I figured I would say. And again, as we know, because this is my show, I will say what I want. So that is the 14 teams participating in the Big Ten Men's Basketball Tournament. A little bit of a mouthful there to get out along with their seeds and first matchups as they stand right now. So 
One thing I want to talk about before we even get into the preview of Wisconsin is let's have some fun here. You know what? We don't play for Ohio State. If we were to get ahead of ourselves and sit in the locker room and say, hey, you know what? I really like where we're seated or I really don't like where we're seated. I wish we would be a spot higher or a spot lower. Chris Holtman would come over to me, slap my wrists and say, stop it. Focus on beating Wisconsin. Would you? Can you give all your mental capacity and emotional bandwidth to beating Wisconsin? And I would say, yes, Chris, I I respect authority. So I will do that. But I don't play for the team, nor do I work for it. Therefore, as a fan, as a fan of basketball in general, let's just look at Ohio State's path forward. Should they beat Wisconsin? What would it look like for the Buckeyes in the tournament? Well, I'll start by saying this. If there is a path to be trod, a, a, a path to be trodden, a path to be tr- tr- tread, if there is a path, I'm going to go with trod. If there's a path to be trod by a team playing on Wednesday, that is a bottom four team, the one Ohio State has is exactly the one I want. Sure, I would love to take on Minnesota. I would have loved if Ohio State could get the 11 seed and take on Minnesota. But then I kind of would have hated it Thursday moving forward. First of all, Ohio State, should they win, they'll take on Iowa. And of all the teams playing on Wednesday, if you win, you must go and face either the 5 seed or the 6 seed. Those are the two options that you have. And regardless of where the teams are seated, I've got an option to play either Iowa or Maryland. Ohio State just beat Maryland. They haven't met with Iowa in a little bit of time. And I tell you what, I wouldn't want to take on Maryland. I think Maryland in general is a better team than Iowa. But I also know that Ohio State just matched up with Maryland and they just won. So... The law of averages, if it applies here, would say Maryland probably beats Ohio State. Regardless, I think Ohio State matches up a little bit better with Iowa. So I am more than okay taking on the higher seed, which is the fifth seed in Iowa. That's fine with me. And there's other reasons for this. When you look at the path forward, if Ohio State wins, they take on the five seed. Let's say we get thrilling results in the Big Ten tournament and Ohio State beats Iowa. Who do they play next? They play Michigan State. Now, the other path forward is Ohio State beating Maryland had they faced the sixth seed. And then they have to go face number three, Indiana. I hate the way Ohio State matches up with Indiana. Indiana spanked Ohio State this season. Spanked them. Not a good game. I hate the way Ohio State matches up with Indiana, especially with Trace Jackson Davis. So, If there's one of those four teams that I would like to play in that quarterfinal round on Friday, it's Michigan State. And that's who Ohio State would end up playing. They would take on Michigan State. I think that there are three teams far and away in that top tier of the Big Ten this season. Obviously, Purdue. If you want to put Purdue in in a tier of their own, that's fine. After that, I think you've got Northwestern and you've got Indiana. Then I think you move down further, and you've got Michigan State, Iowa, Maryland, kind of all on the same playing field. I think you can probably lump Illinois into that group as well. 
But in terms of tiers, sure, put Purdue by themselves or don't. It really doesn't matter for the sake of this argument. What what does matter is I don't think Michigan State is on the same level as Northwestern and Indiana this season. So yet again, in that quarterfinal round, if there's any team that you do want to face that you know is going to be there, it's Michigan State. And that's who Ohio State would end up playing. And then you go to the semifinal round. And this is where things kind of get a little bit fun. Purdue would be the team that if they were to win, and if Ohio State were to keep on winning, which has never happened, by the way, a team playing on Wednesday has never made it to Saturday in the Big Ten tournament. So Ohio State at this point would be making history, breaking records, that's fine, whatever. But I tell you what, if Ohio State were to beat Michigan State, by the way, it has been said it's hard to beat the same team thrice in the same season. I don't know how true that actually is. I have no idea if there's actually facts and numbers that back that up or if that's just been passed down from generation to generation, from from papa to pappy to your father, now down to you. You should, you should figure out if that's actually true before you pass it on to your next generation. Don't let your next generation be ill-informed about college basketball. It's been said it's hard to beat a team three times. If that's true, cool. Let's let Ohio State play Michigan State in that quarterfinal round. That's fine with me. Anyways, you move on to the semifinal. Again, that's never happened for a team playing on Wednesday. Never has a team made it to the semifinals and played on Saturday. But if Ohio State does it, you at least have the chance of avoiding Purdue. And here's why. Rutgers, if they win, they would go on to play Purdue in that quarterfinal round where Ohio State plays Michigan State. Rutgers has beaten Purdue already this season. If Michigan beats Purdue, sorry, if Michigan beats Rutgers and goes on to play Purdue, Michigan Not only do I like the way they match up with Purdue a lot, I also love the fact that Michigan is playing for their NCAA tournament lives. So there's there's a chance that Purdue doesn't make it out. And then at that point, it's it's a free-for-all. If Purdue is out of this draw, all bets are off, sound the alarms, go crazy, go stupid, Test the tornado sirens. Do all of the things. Because at that point, you've got Ohio State taking on either Rutgers or Michigan in the semifinal. Ohio State has plowed its way through Wisconsin, Iowa, and Michigan State. And we're like, oh my goodness. If only we had this team all year. Doesn't matter now. Let's go win the whole dang thing and go to the freaking NCAA tournament. Can you not get excited about that story? It all starts with Wisconsin. Of course, but man, something like that happening, once you get to the semifinals, even if you are playing Purdue, you're like, oh man, it's hard for me not to start believing in this Ohio State basketball team, especially seeing the talent, seeing an NBA talent in Bryce Sensible, seeing the senior leadership stepping up, Ice Likely, Justice Suing, Sean McNeil, seeing Bruce Thornton really blossoming at this point. I tell you what, and it's not just me saying this. It's not just me. Other people are saying it. Ohio State is not a team you want to draw in the Big Ten tournament. Wisconsin, not happy. You can guarantee that they are not happy about playing Ohio State. Iowa, really not happy that if Ohio State wins, they'll have to take them on. Michigan State, probably in the back of their mind, 
Maybe, maybe not, but at least aware of the fact that they might have to take on Ohio State again. This Ohio State, can I go on record and say something bold? The most dangerous 13 seed in Big Ten tournament history? Can I say that? Really bold take, huh, Tim? Wow. Better than Penn State of 2014. Better than Minnesota of four years ago. Wow, big whoop. I know, I know. I'm getting ahead of myself here, but that's fine. It's it's okay to have some fun because you know what? The scary part about this is, is that we could be here Wednesday night, Thursday morning, and not have this conversation anymore because Ohio State could lose to Wisconsin. So far be it from me to not have this conversation and have some fun. And shame on you, listener, if you're not enjoying thinking about this too. You should be dreaming about the most wild scenario where Ohio State wins because that's all we've got at this point. Okay. You know where this does start, though? Beating Iowa, beating Michigan State, getting to the semifinals, playing on Sunday like they did just two years ago. Where does it start? It starts with Wisconsin on Wednesday evening. Buckeyes will take on the Badgers. That game, on the bracket, I guess because... The tournament is located in Chicago, listed at 5.30 Central Time. If you're in Ohio, according to my analytics, most of us are in Ohio, myself included. We're looking at a 6.30 p.m. start time, Eastern, of course. This game will be televised on the Big Ten Network. How excited are you? I'm pumped right now, as you can tell. We're going to have basketball all day long, Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all these conference tournaments kicking off, the big-time conferences playing, the SEC, the Big 12, the ACC, everyone. The Pac-12, can't forget them, of course. Sorry, Big East, whatever. It's going to be a fun time, and Ohio State, we hope, will be a part of that. Let's get to freaking Wisconsin. I've been stalling for quite some time, and I'm, I'm not even trying to. I just am. It just happens that way. Had to take a breath there. Okay. Let's preview Wisconsin. The Badgers beat the Buckeyes last time these two teams played in the only meeting of the season. That came back on February 3rd. I was there. I viewed the game from the shot and then podcasted about that game I viewed from the shot on my podcast called Views from the Shot. By the way, don't be that guy who's listening to this podcast and isn't subscribed. And here's why. When I look at Twitter right now, you know what I see? Spring practice, spring practice. Devin Brown is number 33. Spring practice. Here's the roster. Here's the players. We've got a Big Ten tournament to worry about, folks. I'm not going away when the offseason, as they call it, comes around. I'm not leaving. We've got some really, really cool guests on the show lined up. Right after this season closes, you're going to want to be there. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow. Make sure you make me happy. And maybe someday I can bring on an unpaid intern. All right. Ohio State lost 65-60 to in the first matchup with Wisconsin. Back then, Ohio State had fallen to 500. It was the first time Ohio State was at 500 in February since the 2003-2004 season. Spoiler alert, it would get a lot worse. Ohio State, in this game, out-rebounded Wisconsin, a big, tall Wisconsin team, 45-26 to and 12-4 to on the offensive glass. 
and they still lost. At one point, Wisconsin led by 18, and for the first 36 minutes of the game, I compared the atmosphere, I likened it to that of my kindergarten graduation. I could have curled up for a nap. There are plenty of open seats around me. Could have just curled up for a nap, and then about four minutes left in the game, I would have been awoken by fans cheering for the first time all game. Also in this game, it would be safe to assume that no one was buying any of the three officials a beer that night, as Chris Holtman was ejected very, very quickly, gets a double T, and hits the showers. I don't know if, if, if he hit the showers, not a player but would watch the game from his office, I would assume, or, or lounge out somewhere in the in the locker room watching the game from the TV. Ohio State loses that game. So really, really a poor performance by Ohio State in the first time, especially offensively. You out-rebound a team by 19, and you still lose. Not good. Since then, Wisconsin, as a team, They've lost to Northwestern in a very close one. They beat Nebraska. They beat Michigan. They lost to Rutgers by one. They beat Iowa. They lost to Michigan in overtime by eight. They lost to Purdue by two, which, by the way, gave Purdue at least a share of the Big Ten Conference regular season title. Or it might have been not even a share, the whole kit and caboodle at that point. And then... They beat Minnesota. So why do I say this? I say that Wisconsin has either won every game they played in or or lost in close games every single time they've touched the hardwood since playing Ohio State. Also of note for Wisconsin, Chucky Hepburn. He was hurt in case you missed it. He had a knee injury in that overtime loss to Michigan. He was said to be a game-time decision for the Purdue game, but he went out there, ran around, played 34 minutes, and scored 13 points. So seemingly was okay. And then against Minnesota in the regular season finale, he got into some foul trouble, only played 24 minutes, but we can probably safely assume at this point that he's probably under some kind of pain. He He's getting some PT, that stands for physical therapy, some pain management types of solutions at this point in the season, but he's good enough to go, and it's very safe to assume, I, I would suppose at this point, that we will see Chucky Hepburn playing on Wednesday. Also of note with Chucky Hepburn, as we look back to Wisconsin since the last time Ohio State and Wisconsin played, his scoring has been down for a little bit less than the past calendar month, so just be advised. Scoring production has gone down. Now, this meeting, looking at Wisconsin and where they are in comparison to where they were the first time Ohio State and Wisconsin played, Wisconsin now 72nd in Ken Palm. They are down three spots from the first meeting, and so not a huge difference there, but they are fighting, fighting, fighting for their NCAA tournament lives. They're probably going to have to get to the semifinal to be in for sure, I would guess. But they got to get by Ohio State first, of course. So Wisconsin on the bubble. They're on the outside looking in for sure. They need to pick up some wins to hopefully get in. In my opinion, I don't think Wisconsin deserves to be in. I think if you're going to 
put Wisconsin in and you're going to keep out a team like College of Charleston out, who's a 30-win team, if they don't win their conference tournament, which I believe is played tonight, I mean, you can't tell me Wisconsin is going to for sure win that game and that Wisconsin's a better team. Hard to leave a team like that out. I will digress. I'm just saying I don't think Wisconsin, resume-wise, and when you look at them on the floor, they're not a team that scares you. If they make it in the NCAA tournament, I think that they lose in the first round as a 12 seed. Sorry. But that's if they make it, and they're going to have to win some games in order to get there. Now, as a team, Wisconsin, adjusted offensive efficiency. They are outside the top 125, I believe 126 the last time I looked. Not the best offensive team, and there's also some other stats that would back that up. They average 65.2 points per game. That's good for 13th in the Big Ten. Their field goal percentage, 41.7%, is also 13th in the Big Ten. However, Wisconsin, those pesky Badgers, they can shoot from the deep. Second most made three-pointers. In the Big Ten this season, their percentage is fifth at 35.5%. That's where Wisconsin can beat you. They're a very, very good inside-out team. They'll work the ball in, push it out, a couple of passes, and they'll make some threes. So that's where Wisconsin makes its money. That's the bread factory for the Badgers is the ability to shoot the three ball. Additionally, Second worst free throw shooting team in the Big Ten. Something you wouldn't expect for a team that can shoot from deep, but second worst in terms of free throw percentage in the Big Ten. Obviously, you look at Chucky Hepburn. You look at Connor Asijan. He's a big-time shooter. However, he shot the opposite of that from deep for over a month at this point. Tyler Wall, of course, as well, a shooter for Wisconsin. And Stephen Crawl, a player... We'll mention here in just a second is that seven footer for Wisconsin, who you'll see underneath the basket all night for the Badgers. Defensively, as a team, this is where Wisconsin is a lot better. They're nearly in the top 25 in adjusted defensive efficiency, I believe, at 26 or something like that, very close. So they're a good defensive team for sure. In the Big Ten, they rank 5th in scoring defense, giving up 63.8 points per game. They rank 12th in field goal percentage, giving up 44.3% of shots go in from the field. And then their 3-point defensive margin is the exact same offense as well. 5th offense in 3-point percentage, 5th in 3-point defensive percentage. 32% of shots from deep go in when they are defending. I mean, as a team, they've got some length. They've got some tall, big players. They're a pretty good team defensively. Pretty solid. Now, here's where you can beat Wisconsin. They are the worst rebounding team in the Big Ten. In in just about any metric you see, they'll be 13th or they will be 14th. Typically, they're 14th. 31.2 rebounds per game is 14th. That's their total rebounds. Defensive rebounding, they're 23.5 defensive rebounds per game. And just a thought, try not to be 14th in anything in a conference known as the Big Ten. Usually not a good thing. They're also 
13th in offensive rebounding, 7.7 per game in that regard. So this rebounding team for Wisconsin, not good. They're not a good rebounding team. They're third in turnover margin simply because they have the least amount of turnovers in the Big Ten. So they take care of the basketball well. They squeeze the orange, as they say. And they also have the least amount of blocked shots in the Big Ten. And it is not close. Nearly half as many blocks as any other team in the Big Ten this season. So be aware. When Wisconsin comes around, probably not going to be blocking a lot of shots. However, again, a good defensive team. So that's Wisconsin as a whole. Good defensively, not great at all. Offensively, they've got some shooters. They like to score inside outing the ball. Not a great free throw shooting team and definitely cannot rebound. Now, how can Ohio State beat Wisconsin? Keys to the game, the fun part. That's how we will wrap up this show. Don't leave me yet. We got to talk to keys to the game. Number one, for Ohio State, let your speed and athleticism win. Ohio State, no secret at this point, Zed Key out for the year, had shoulder surgery. At this point, we've now heard that the surgery went well. Couldn't have gone better. That's great. We look forward to seeing you back here in the fall. Zed Key. Let your speed and athleticism win because your size will not. Of course, you've got Felix Akpara, a near seven-footer. Wisconsin is a big team. Stephen Kral, he gave Ohio State fits last time Wisconsin and Ohio State played. He's a seven-footer. Tyler Wall sits at 6'9 as well. Holtman, head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes, of course, Chris Holtman, said, their best chance to win any game is with, quote, mobility and speed, end quote. He also said Justice Suing will have some key responsibilities guarding Tyler Wall. So, first key to the game is play like you have been in terms of owning the fact that you're going to be smaller, but you've got to be mightier. You've got to be able to use your athletes and your speed to beat Wisconsin. Bruce Thornton, use your speed to beat Wisconsin. Eugene Brown, Justice Suing. Felix Akpara, I, I suppose, although he's bigger. Ice likely, for sure. Be crafty, use your speed, beat Wisconsin in that way. And just out-athleting Wisconsin. Which is kind of what I said in, the, in Ohio State's win over Maryland, which they did a solid job of. Just continue to do that. Own this new identity that you have. And you can come out on top. This is a phenomenal first game matchup for Ohio State for many reasons. But the biggest may be that Wisconsin is such a bad rebounding team. And Ohio State is a small team. They've been an okay rebounding team this year. But with how small Ohio State is, this is a team you want to play. A team that you really don't have to worry about rebounding with. I mean, in the first game, with Zed Key, of course... But again, I mentioned it. Ohio State out-rebounded Wisconsin 45-26. to Just go win the boards again. I put $10 billion down now. If Ohio State has a plus 19 rebounding margin against Wisconsin on Wednesday, Ohio State will win that game. Spoiler. I mean, it, it, 
I'm willing to, to give up $100 billion if, if that doesn't happen. That would be insane. A, a, a statistical anomaly, as it is said. So key number one is go out there and just be the athletes that you are. Key number two for Ohio State, continue that strong off-ball motion. We saw it against Illinois. We saw it even against Penn State in the loss. We saw it against Maryland. And we saw it a little bit against Michigan State. I think they struggled early with this. Ohio State got back into that ball screen, dribble handoff, pick and roll type of action. And Michigan State was looked almost bored trying to guard against that. Get back to a full 40-minute game of strong off-ball motion. Push the ball if you need to, but man, let, let that be the calling card for Ohio State in this one. Move the ball well. And move around well. Space the floor. Do the things that good basketball teams do. You want to talk about some teams that do that really well? UCLA, Gonzaga, two really solid teams at moving off ball. Even in the Big Ten, there's some teams that do that really, really well. I would say Michigan State, for example. I would also say Purdue, obviously, pretty solid at that. Northwestern, okay. Penn State, phenomenal at that. Really good offensive teams. You've got to move off the ball. If Ohio State can do that in this one, I think that they can come out with the win. By the way, another reason, and I'm gonna, I'm, this is completely random, but another reason that I love Ohio State's draw in the Big Ten tournament, just look at rebounding. The best rebounding teams in the Big Ten Ohio State is likely going to avoid pretty much all of them. Purdue is obviously the best rebounding team in the Big Ten. Ohio State may have to face Purdue. They will, if they don't play Purdue, they'll have to play Rutgers or Michigan. Two really solid teams as well, rebounding. But outside of that, you've got Illinois, which is a very, very good rebounding team. You've got Indiana, which is a solid rebounding team. They won't have to face them until the championship, if necessary. Michigan State as well, a team that's okay at rebounding. Doesn't put up the most gaudy numbers. So that's another reason, with Ohio State being the small team that they are, you don't hate the matchup. Ohio State is going to take on Wisconsin on Wednesday night. It's so weird seeing this Buckeye team play in the Big Ten tournament on a Wednesday. Sometimes... A lot of times, actually, they don't play until Friday. It's a it's a different season. It's new. It's a little uncomfortable, but that's where we are. We're going to root for this Buckeye team to cruise on through this tournament. But again, it starts on Wednesday against Wisconsin. I, I, I hope you feel fully prepared for this Big Ten tournament, specifically for Ohio State's path forward. Why it's a good thing that Ohio State is seated where they are. Sure, I'd love for them to be the full season. Yeah, that would be great. Not realistic, okay? If you're going to be playing on Wednesday, 11, 12, 13, or 14 seeded, I'll take the 13 all day. I'll take the matchup they have against Wisconsin all day. Good for Ohio State. We will be back on Thursday to recap Ohio State's game against Wisconsin and to hopefully preview an Ohio State game against Iowa on Thursday. Buckeyes have a very, very good chance to keep me very, very busy this week. I mean, it's going to be episodes jam-packed with recapping a game and then 
previewing, and then the very next day, recapping and previewing, a lot of notes, a lot of prep, but I'm here for it. I hope you'll be here too. It is time for me to shut up before you shut me off. Go Bucks!